Storygram Network. The content and products discussed in this program have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration, nor are they intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Any decisions made around your health should be discussed with your health practitioner. Welcome to Body Talk Radio. I'm your host, Heather Morgan, Health and Human Potential Master Coach and Edutainment Curator. I started Body Talk over a decade ago in order to achieve my mission of educating and inspiring millions to a healthier way of living. Body Talk Radio is more than just a radio show. It's your gateway to information and education relevant to today's most important health topics. Delivered by top thought leaders, influencers, and world changers in the health and human potential space. If you love great health talk, listen in and join the community. Get educated, get inspired, and become a healthier you. All right, Sonoma, you are listening to Body Talk. I am so glad you joined me here today. I am so excited for my guest, Dr. Lisa Coach um, from Spectra Wellness. In She's actually in Florida, believe it or not. She's out of Tampa, Florida, and she is nationally known um, for her. She's a healer, and I don't use that word lightly. I've, I, Lisa is um, someone that I've known professionally now for a while, and and you know the word that comes to mind is healer. She does amazing, amazing work out of her clinic in Tampa. But the good news is for all of our listeners, um, she you know her her she's written a book, and so much of what she does and and much of the great work that she does and has done over the years. Um, is compiled now into a book, and I love, love, love the title, Get Lit. And there's a reason for that title, and I'm going to let her tell you, and we're going to talk about it. But um, that's just a little teaser for you. Why would her book be called Get Lit? Um, and I'm just so excited. I'm so excited to continue this conversation with Dr. Coach because she is, um, like I said, she's one of those people, you know, you meet people, um, or I meet a lot of professionals. I meet a lot of health professionals, um, in the industry and, and Lisa has, is one that I have continued to be in contact with because she's brilliant. I love um, knowing her as a human, as a as a professional, and and I really want you all to stay tuned because you're going to really enjoy learning and listening from her today, and I think you're going to feel that um, that the words of wisdom and what you learned today is going to help uh, move you along your path of you know of personal health um and 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 just you know healing and and being in touch with with yourself she's a one of those people that everybody wants to be around because she's so gifted in all that she does so i'm going to go see if she's on the line here for us hello dr coach are you there Hi, I'm here. Yay! Well, your ears must be ringing because I was just telling the listeners all the great and wonderful things about you. <laughs> awesome. I'm so thrilled to be on. Yeah. Well, you know, thank you so much for taking time uh, for our community today. Really do appreciate it. And I was letting the community know that I, you know, I've interviewed hundreds, literally hundreds of health professionals over the last 10 years. And our community has really come accustomed to learning and hearing from, from, you know, professionals, um, who are, who are doing amazing things. And, and, you know, I, I was, I was letting them know you come across people in your life who you know are special and who you know, um, are there for a reason. You know, they always say for a reason, a season, or a lifetime. I feel like you're all of those things. Um, And I'm sure your patients do too. And I'm just so thrilled to have you on with me today to, uh, for my audience to get to know you better and to, and to talk about your, your book. So thanks for joining. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for that heartwarming um, welcome. And your audience, I'm sure, is well aware how special you are. So I'm 
very privileged and thrilled to join you today. Ah, well, thank you. Thank you so much. So um, I let the audience know that you are phoning in from Tampa. And I also let them know that, you know, the good news is that, um, you know, because you have a clinic in Tampa, people can access you through your website, through your book now. And so I really wanted to kind of just start off by hearing a little bit about your story because your story is is so powerful and it really does help people to understand better where you're coming from as a healer. So do you mind just sharing a little bit about your story? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, I was blessed enough um, at 15 to even be wise at that point and know that what was happening albeit not very fun, had some type of higher purpose. So, um, you know, Mm -hmm. here we are many years later finding that purpose. But I was diagnosed, felt fine, went for a physical for camp when I was um, in ninth grade, and Mm -hmm. they called me out of class to tell me that my hemoglobin was 7 and went on to diagnose me with childhood form of leukemia um, that's called ALL. Luckily, Mm -hmm. you know, with that kind of huge life-changing event. It was a very treatable and chemo-responsive form of um, leukemia. Mm-hmm. So started started chemotherapy, ended up um, all through high school. It was a three-year protocol, um, not having hair probably being the worst part. And, mm. a, you know, the fat steroid face was uh, not the best yearbook pick, but I, you know, I made the best out of it and was really blessed not to end up in the hospital. So all my treatment was, was outpatient and mm. I, I had a great attitude and, and did well and then was able to go off to college. My hair had just started to grow back. Mm-hmm. Um, met my first boyfriend whose dad was an OBGYN who said, mm. have you had your first pap smear? And I had not just because I had been so sick all right. that time. And I went for my first pap smear to the man who actually delivered me, which was really cool. My mom was his first patient. So as traumatizing as that procedure is the first time or any time, he stopped in the middle of it, and I could tell something was wrong. So it turned out at that point I was about to start my junior year in college, and they call it sanctuary site, but I had leukemic cells on an ovary. He thought it was just going to be a cyst. Um, So instead of going back for my junior year Mm -hmm. to Atlanta, I was, my parents kind of panicked, sent me to Sloan Kettering. Um, They took me on a a lead researcher there because they'd never seen it relapse in the ovary. Mm -hmm. So I was back to hardcore chemo again um, for another year and a half. I managed to take a class at night. Um, My uncle had a a studio apartment in the city, so we got really lucky. My parents were Mm -hmm. having to split up, one with me, one staying home with my sisters. Um, I only ended up in the hospital once, but about halfway through that treatment, I woke up in the middle of the night with severe shortness of breath and was found to be in chemo-induced heart failure. So that was um, a while ago, and here's where integrative medicine starts to pop in. My Mm -hmm. uncle at the time was a podiatrist, and my parents weren't against integrative. They just had a sick kid, so they were right. you know, doing whatever doctors told them to do. Mm-hmm. And my uncle sent me coenzyme Q10 and L-carnitine in the mail and just said, take these. Nice. And these are, for your listeners, like, you know, the yeah. most research supplements for heart failure. And this mm-hmm. was... This was 25 years ago, almost, mm-hmm. um, where they weren't. It wasn't known at all. I, I had no idea what they were, and mm-hmm. every time I'd run out of the bottle, the next bottle would come. So <laughs> I don't know if it was that, or just that I had a 20-year-old heart, yeah. or the medicine they put me on. But I, I rebounded almost back up to normal. So mm-hmm. a normal ejection fraction is a 60, 60 to 65, mm-hmm. and. When I was real, when it first happened, I was 20, mm. um, and then I, I was able to heal to about 50 to 55. So that was within the first year. I was able to go back to college. Um, I mean, back for you know, finish on time. Uh-huh. Take my med cats and MCATs get into medical school. My first interview, the um, guy who was interviewing me, I said, oh, I want to take care of kids with cancer. I've got to figure this out, and, you know, I want to go and make sure that I can just share my experiences. And he looked at me and said, that is so not what you want to (laughs) do. 
And he said, are you sure? And I started thinking about it, and I was like, he's right. That is not what I want to do. I want to prevent cancer. Oh. I'm going to take the opposite path for sure. Nice. So, I love yeah, it. so he, he helped a bit, and I went um, went through medical school, picked internal medicine because it seemed mm-hmm. like the broadest way yes. to try to figure out why the heck people got sick in the first place because mm-hmm. I just kept asking why. Mm-hmm. You know, why are we following this protocol and why are we, why do we give this and why did that person get this and mm. not this person? Right, And right. literally nobody had any answers. It was just, this is just what we do. Right. You know, that was kind of the answer. So mm-hmm. I said, well, that's not going to be enough for me. So decided to try and prevent um, not just cancer, but heart disease. Started focusing on that in my early career, um, working on weight loss, worked with a gastric bypass surgeon, trying to hmm. help, you know, prevent heart disease, but also just weight loss. And, mm-hmm. and we developed a comprehensive clinic with a nutritionist and a psychologist because the patients needed to be looked yes. at from all angles. Sure. And so that was a really cool experience um, because I found a lot of these patients were not eating bonbons in the closet. I mean, they were right. eating really clean and they mm-hmm. could not get their weight under control. Mm-hmm. So we developed um, this comprehensive center, which still ha- I, my clinic still has the same name, which is Spectra, because it was mm-hmm. a spectrum of healers, and we did a spectrum of different services. And I worked closely with that population, and what happened was... They were getting, after gastric bypass, their hormones and their thyroid and all kinds of things getting screwed up, even if they were losing weight. Mm -hmm. And along the same time, I was starting to have some other issues pop up, and so I was starting to dig a little bit deeper and Mm -hmm. attended um, a conference on more integrative thyroid and realized that even the speaker at that particular conference didn't know why his protocols were working. So I was very much on the hunt, you know, (laughs) Um, and got lucky enough to um, get into an anti-aging fellowship um, with several amazing teachers. Um, I had, at that point, myself developed Hashimoto's, um, was actually able to get pregnant if, uh, with one ovary and five years of chemo. Amazing. Um, yeah. was able to get pregnant on the first shot with my daughter. Amazing. And um, did pretty well. My heart held up till the very end and got a little bit overloaded at the end, but they let me try, you know, go on to deliver. And, mm-hmm. um, and then it went back to probably 45 to 50, but I could still run and walk, um, run short distances and yeah. speed walk, and I felt pretty good. And after about a year after I had her is when I got all kinds of immune system issues, Hashimoto's, psoriasis, uh-huh. sinus problems, just not feeling, you know, mm-hmm. top of the game. And that's, I had already been studying out of the box, and I had already been really listening to my patients who I knew we were doing everything for them and they still weren't feeling good. You know, we had right. them on a healthy meal plan. We were working on mindset to a certain degree um, and the scale wasn't budging. So as I was learning nutrition and all of these other things through the um, the training and fellowship that I was getting, mm-hmm. I was starting to see improvements in my own body and in the patients. And at that point, I was blessed enough to team up with a naturopath who practices um, muscle testing or mm. kinesiology. Mm-hmm. And he is, was an unbelievable healer who was able to get me really on the path of, of probably what the damage the chemo had done and just, you know, life with toxins and viruses and leaky gut and my thyroid and everything just helping me to get it back in shape. And mm-hmm. between the two of us started a phenomenal collaboration. So he's he and I have worked together now for the past 14 years. Wow. And I got my body well enough. I always wanted another kid. Um, wasn't going to do fertility because that just, seemed like more stuff than my poor body needed after I was blessed enough to have one child. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able, after I kept working and working, to um, get pregnant on my own again at 41. Oh, my um, goodness. With one one ovary and five years of chemo. Amazing. Yeah, there I was. And this little guy... Unfortunately, my heart kind of pooped out at about four months, so they were watching me really closely, Mm -hmm. and 
we, I did run into an issue at delivery where it was general anesthesia and my ejection fraction was back down to 20. Mm, um, oh boy. And I didn't quite rebound completely from that. And so that was seven years ago. And mm. so my practice at this point, you know, we had probably 4,000 patients just booming. I was teaming up with a chiropractor who was doing some cutting-edge energy work, upper cervical, that we can talk about later. Sure. Um, I had a baby and an eight, you know, my kids were eight years apart, a baby and a nine-year-old who was playing competitive soccer, so uh, type A, seven-day-a-week tax attorney husband, and, <laughs> you know, I was just pretty much overwhelmed, so sure. kind of started looking out of the box for the next thing that was going to be the answer, um, got a lot of benefit from the ketogenic diet and um, low carb mm-hmm. and how potentially it could improve and trigger the formation of brand new mitochondria, yes. which um, which is what gets killed, part of the cell that gets killed off by the chemo and what the heart really needs to function appropriately. That's right. Um, and, I, um, and I was able to get myself stabilized um, fairly well until about two years ago. And I, out of the blue, my hormones shifted early. Um, mm-hmm. And I had a lot of stress, as I alluded to. And I, I, one day we were on the beach and I couldn't walk. And oh it had kind of crept up on me, but we I went to the hospital, and my ejection fraction was 15. Oh, my goodness. So this was less than two years ago. My cardiologist yes. buddy brought in the transplant cardiologist. It was really, really scary. Um, mm. And he went to bat for me. We put in a, He put in a device that is a type of pacemaker that helps the heart synchronize a little bit better mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and my um, I was able to get out of the woods to an ejection fraction of about 30 to 35 and since that time in less than two years I've almost completely healed my heart the rest of the way so wow. my ejection fraction as of yesterday was 50 um, I'm training with a. I'm training with a trainer. I'm gonna. I'm going to try and compete because I've always wanted to be an actual athlete. Wow. And somehow through that entire journey, I was able to write my first book. So I know you're amazing. How, how that happened, I don't really know. But here we are. Okay. Well, this is a perfect place for us to. We we have to take a break and go to commercial. But. Um, your story is amazing, and and you're amazing, and and I would love to pick up after the break, if possible, with your discussion to talk a little bit more about the mitochondria, and then your book, Get Lit, and the title, and how that all kind of comes together, if if you don't mind. Yes, absolutely. Okay, perfect. So, um, Doctor Coach, if you'll just hang tight, you don't have to do sure. anything. We're going to go to break, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. All right, great. Thank you. You're listening to Body Talk with Heather Morgan, sponsored by EA's CrossFit. More information at 415-314-1399 or at eacrossfit.com. All right, everyone, and we are back. You're listening to Body Talk Radio. I'm Heather Morgan, and I'm joined today by Dr. Lisa Coach, and she's the author of the book, Get Lit. I was talking about this earlier, and we've posted it on our social page. I think people are are showing a lot of interest in it. And basically, um, the title is Get Lit, Simple Answers to Overcome Exhaustion, Escape Stress, Harness Limitless Energy, and Ignite Your Inner Athlete. Who doesn't want those things, Dr. Coach. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I am on the journey, and I still am, so I just, you know, always wanted to share my journey on a larger scale. We have a really busy practice in Tampa, but I can still only see, you know, what, 20 people a day max, um, so my dream to kind of be able and reach many, many more um, became a reality when a colleague of mine told me that he wanted to help me get my programs and my experience out into more yes. hands. Yes, because it is amazing, and the book is amazing, and I hope I hope everybody will make this part of their collection because it truly is something that you'll refer to over and over and over again. So tell us about the book, the title, and and yeah, just give let us tell us about it. Absolutely. So I. 
I've been honing my sort of past 15 years of experience into simpler and simpler terms um, because I, I get it. You know, like I told you, I have a busy, crazy life. I have, you know, I see patients all day and I know what this society is now and I know we all have books on our bookshelf and bookcase inside, you know, the, beside the bed that we want to get through and we just, we don't quite get there. <laughs> So my goal was to be succinct, to meet people wherever they are on their journey, mm. and to provide um, really simple ways to start making some transformation. Um, when you get your hands on the book, um, the feedback I've been getting is that no matter what, you can you know it's a quick read if you want to read it all at once. People are referring back to it. You can check things off. It's very user friendly, and it's it's just it's fun as well. So, the fur it's divided into three different sections. There's a body section, a fuel section, and a mind section. So I can walk um, your listeners really fast through that. So, in oh, the body great. section, mm-hmm. um, it's all in a question and answer format, so that um, you just get very quick bits of information and love it can kind of find where you lie and that and the you know how how certain symptoms may pertain to you mm-hmm. um, and we go through everything from you know just the importance of hydration and movement to more complex things like detoxification and even one of my favorite topics which is um, energy work and what that really means and where to how to find a practitioner near you that could help um, and at the end of each section, I summarize with really great graphics um, as to what you need to do step by step. Mm. Um, so that is in the body piece. Mm-hmm. And then for the fuel part, I mentioned earlier the benefits of being in a state of ketosis or, the, or trying the ketogenic diet. I will say it is definitely not something I recommend to remain, for people to remain in long term. I think mm-hmm. mm, it can be, there's a lot of misunderstanding, a yes. lot of poor dietary choices um, that are you know, running around in the ketogenic space. Um, so I'm pretty clear about two main concepts in the book, which is number one, you want to eat lit foods, as I like to describe them, which are foods that have more energy, phytonutrients, um, just more bang for the buck in, in their nutritional value. Life force take, energy. Yes, life force energy for sure. Um, and when I talk about the name of the book, I, I'll pull that in, but the dim foods are things your listeners know, you know, processed foods and sugar and, and gluten and dairy, and we pull out eggs for a few weeks as well. Okay. Um, so I made that is sort of the the principle number one for the Love fuel, it. and the, and then principle number two is I only require people to be aware of the total grams of carbohydrates they eat in a day. So I think it's a really important exercise, even just for mm. two or three days, mm-hmm. to get like a My Fitness Pal app or one of these um, different apps you can easily find on your phone, mm-hmm. and just put in what you eat because you might be really surprised as to foods that you don't think. Seriously, are, are unhealthy, you know, how right. many grams of carbs they can have. And mm-hmm. most people feel better limiting their carbohydrates to somewhere below, at least below 100 grams. Mm-hmm. Um, and I provide three levels. So there's keto um, in the book. If you wanted to try keto, there is low carb, which is under 50, and then a very low, sorry, very low carb under 50, and then right. low carb, which is under 75. Okay. And I have simple shopping lists with the carb um, content in them, and the other macronutrients, which are proteins and fats, can mm-hmm. get very confusing for people. Mm-hmm. And I just give you a range, so you just have to check it off, and simple eyeball ways to tell how many grams you've had instead of having to measure it all out. Um, and the nutritionist I worked with, who is a friend, I had mm-hmm. hired a couple of different ones to mm-hmm. help with the meal plan. Mm. And we finally sat down and looked at each other and we said, okay, how many people really want another recipe? True. <laughs> Nobody. Yeah. Because we go and we don't ever have all the ingredients. Right. And then we go and buy them. Right. And then they sit in our cabinet or they sit in the fridge mm-hmm. and they go bad. So oh, in, instead, we um, made it into very um, 
just being creative. You create, you pick a base, you pick a protein, you pick a lit food, and you um, pick a good fat, and you love pick it. a veggie. I love it. And we gave you four ways to cook your protein and four ways to cook the base, and it's it's done. So you could pretty much open your fridge right now and find the ingredients you would need for this yes. plant. Yes, and that was one of the things that I really, really liked about it because it is, it's so much easier to just be able to put put things to put a plate together and know that it's what you should be eating versus you know following a recipe i mean it makes so much more sense to people to be able to okay i can shop this list i can have it in the house and then i can do whatever combinations i feel like doing right or whatever's mm-hmm. about to go bad like yeah. i gotta eat that <laughs> you know yeah so i would rather finish that right now or i oh i could put this in the freezer and mm-hmm. let me you know i don't i only have 10 minutes because the kids are starving or whatever so I took like all of the, several of the leading keto books that I really love um, and went through and kept calculating and calculating the macros and I realized it's really just a pro- it's just a serving and it doesn't have to be this complicated and people are going to achieve their goal. Mm-hmm. So um, the love check it. the checklist and the tracker in the back of the book um, helps people kind of stay organized and the whole plan in the back. Um, is is turnkey and ready to go and it's called Ignite. But the mind it. piece, before I get into that, the last part of the actual um, meat of the book is is the mind piece, which is one of my, has become my, my biggest passion, I'd say, for the past couple of years. And in we I created something called the Lit Scale where we look at thought patterns, relationships, and self-care. And you can... Find where you are on the scale, and most people kind of lie between two different areas. And I, I call them everything from just flipping on to dim to medium to the goal, which is to be lit. And um, that's a person who listens to their body and isn't tempted anymore, and strong and healthy, and synchronicities are flying, and you know, always evolving. So we're we're, sure. we're on the way trying to go up the lit scale, and. Um, that piece comes with affirmations and visualizations and different ideas on how you can step into that power from wherever you are. I mean, even if you have never heard of, you know, meditation, never tried it, don't, you know, are scared off by it, there, there's easier things you can do that just take a second. So mm-hmm. I took all my years of, of experience with so many different people and just tried to provide an answer for everybody, no matter where Love where it. you are. It really is just such an amazing tool to have around the house. And and I, you know, I'm glad that you brought up about the ketogenic diet and ketosis because I know people hear about it a lot. Many of my lis- listeners are quite savvy, and and many, you know, many are are actually, you know, people in the community listening and that don't know what that means, but. But I, I, I know that, you know, there are some health benefits to it. And your book discusses that, correct? It does. And it does also tie into the other topic that we wanted to get to, which is about the mitochondria. So, um, excellent. That, the, you know, that's how I got turned on to the diet in the first place. So, so, okay. So, Based on the way that you practice all of your your experiences, I mean, you are triple board certified. You are, you know, incredibly accomplished, and you've also lived, you know, lived, you know, having compromised health. Based on all of that, you've you've come to this sort of way of approaching looking at a patient. Can you tell us about that? So um, I think when I how I approach looking at a patient, I will always ask the patient, and, and I think the biggest piece here is that your listeners and all of us, our goal is to be empowered in our own health. So if somebody comes into me, I, you know, I will ask them, what are the three things that bother you the most on a day-to-day basis so that we can make sure that we address it? And I always start out by Tell me about when you were a kid. You know, did you have lots of antibiotics? Did you have a lot of stress in your home? And did you ever have mono? And let's go through stressful periods throughout your life and what happened at that point because the the mind piece is so closely tied into our energetic, physical, and just generalized um, health and wellness that if that's not addressed, mm-hmm. we can only go so far. I love it. I mean, you don't, you know... 
when people attend, you know, when they visit with their doctor and they're not well and they know something's off, it's it's not, you know, it's pretty rare that the this you know the attention they're getting is from the perspective that you that you are i just you know the word healer comes to mind so often with you and and the gifts that you that you've been blessed with in your life i mean this is all so purposeful in the work that you do um i you know i i especially love your whole concept of being lit can you talk to us about that Sure. Well, what what's really fun is how the name came to be because, you know, I my, I have a teenage daughter, so <laughs> when we were playing around with with letters, I had I had had this idea to develop my first product, which involved things that would help to activate our mitochondria and to help with affirmations and the energy field. So mm. the product that I made are called is called Lit Drops and it is part of the Ignite kit that you can find on my website or you can buy them separately. But what they are is um, a type of coconut oil, but they have in them essential oils, um, methylated B12, and, and light frequencies. So I, I put different types of energy frequencies into these drops, and the concept is that we're starting to understand more and more that especially our cells, but especially the part of our cells called our, our mitochondria, seem to react to energy and thought patterns and light. And there's a lot of research now coming out every day on how things like red light therapy or the benefits of actually being in the sun so the no actual doubt. word, the word lit, um, we came up with because we called it light-infused transformation. So the concept was I'm trying to transform, every, get everybody to work on transforming themselves. And then we just started playing. And I have to say my daughter wasn't thrilled initially because she said, people are going to think you're crazy calling it that. No, I love it. That's and the great part the about it. it's the most fun it yeah, is. So, so I'm, I'm redefining what that phrase, um, what that phrase means, and it's just the empowered, healthy, positive, peaceful, joyous version that we all mm-hmm. want to be. No, absolutely. And it's interesting that you bring up energy medicine because the last few in- interviews that I've had, just in a row. Every doctor that I've interviewed has talked about the importance of energy medicine, and and that's not something you com- you commonly hear, uh, you know, right. um, from most doctors. And and it and and sometimes it is a little far for pe- far reaching for people to understand what that really means. But can you explain a little bit why? Why? I mean, and I love that you said, you know, being out in the sun and how important that is because all you hear is protect yourself from the sun, stay away from the sun, you know, cover yourself up. But but it is so healing. I'm kid you not. After my meningitis, the -hmm. sun was a big part of my healing. Beautiful. Yeah. And I and that's a really great quick story, too, because it all ties back into the mitochondria. So the mitochondria is a part of every cell that we have. Technically, mm-hmm. red blood cells don't have them, but every other cell does. Mm-hmm. And what it, what they are, they call them an organelle, but they used to, the thought is that they used to be their own organism. They were a bacteria. And millions of years ago, we took them, kind of hijacked them, and put them inside our own cells, and we use them to produce the energy that we need to have any kind of function. So for our heart to beat, our brain to think, our stomachs and our guts to digest, we need the energy that's produced by these mitochondria. Hmm. Well, to tie it into the sun, something that's super fascinating is if you take a look, um, and I was helping one of my kids study biology, and, and the picture of the plant was part of what she was studying, and and the plant has something called the chloroplast, which most of you may remember from biology class. Yep. And the crazy part about the chloroplast, and you can go back and look this up, is they look exactly the same as the human mitochondria. Wow. So if you just stop for a second and think about that um, and what it means, if we're closer to plants than we realized, mm-hmm. you know, what does a plant need? Mm. A plant needs to be grounded like in connection with the earth. Right. A plant a plant needs nice clean water and a plant 
it desperately needs the sun. Mm, desperately. So there is a researcher in New Orleans who is a um, neurosurgeon. I don't know if you've heard of him, Dr. Jack Cruz. I have not. So he's doing some very revolutionary work um, mm. on the benefits of how the sun's rays, especially early in the morning, how they mm. enter through the eye, which is also kind of nuts. Yes, so yes. if your listeners can get outside in the morning, oh. um, sometime before about 9 or 10, mm-hmm. and think about charging their body sort of like they charge a phone. Or so, a battery, yeah. Yes. So your feet need to be barefoot and they're plugged into the earth. So just step on the grass because wow. there is definitely electrons and neutralizing energy from the earth. Mm. And then that's kind of like the plug. And mm. then your eyes are where you take in the charge and don't stare directly at the sun, right. obviously. Right. You're going to gaze off just a little bit. But, mm-hmm. the, but the morning sun's rays, um, which are mostly sort of in the red spectrum, um, have the ability to activate our mitochondria. Oh my goodness! And, yeah. So. Well, there's just it's. I'm just thinking about when I had meningitis because I literally would go every morning and sit on my back porch, where the sun, because the sun would rise on that side of the house, and just angle my face up towards the sun. So intuitively, I was doing this, but my feet weren't on the in the grass though. But, no, but still, your soul, your your body knew that's what you needed. Yes. And we, what's happening now is um, the mitochondria are finally getting more and more attention, probably yes. only over the past maybe five to ten years, wouldn't mm-hmm. you say, Heather? Because yeah, I would I mean, say yeah, really the last five years. Um, yeah. More, but but we're finding you know just how how important, but also too, how many people have damaged mitochondria. Absolutely, because mitochondria are damaged by everything from stress to toxins to processed food to blue light. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, you know, what's happening with things like 5G and um, higher level of these frequencies where, you know, they seem to directly impact Mm -hmm. the mitochondria's ability to make energy. So... I don't like to focus on the doom and gloom side of it. I like to focus on how do we rehab support and um, make more mitochondria. And so that's what really the book is also about um, is optimizing the fuel and your body and the mindset because those, those things all directly impact not only the mitochondrial function of the, the ones that you already have, but Things like potentially exogenous ketones, which are a, pro- a product you can drink, or being in a ketogenic state can actually turn on the formation of brand new mitochondria, mm, which I didn't even know was possible. Yeah, no. that's, I didn't know that you could make new ones, and you absolutely can. That's the beauty of the body. Interesting. So, so the ketogenic diet is very beneficial to mitochondria. And in the health of mitochondrial health, right? Yeah, so the idea is that being in a state of ketosis, but it doesn't need to be sustained. So, you know, I would recommend Mm -hmm. people, I think it's typically worth trying as long as you do it with um, very clean, you're very, very careful about the types of foods that you are using. Because you could find sites online and different places that just talk about, you know, all the meat and cheese and fried stuff you can get your hands on mm-hmm. and that is not going to fix anything. But um, mm. if you can get, you know, grass-fed, clean-sourced uh, meats, uh, wild fish, mm-hmm. um, really very easy on the dairy, but a little bit of more grass-fed sourced mm-hmm. um, ghee or butter, a little bit of that, and lots of good fats of olive oil and coconut oil and avocado and then make sure you're still getting in tons of greens and vegetables, um, then getting your body to become metabolically flexible, which means if you eat Mm. that way with very minimal carbs for long enough, your Mm -hmm. body will learn how to use the fat as a fuel source. Mm. And most people find they feel a lot better, more energized, not as hungry, Mm -hmm. um, more focused. 
And after about, you know, six to eight weeks, it's probably enough to trigger more this mitochondrial biogenesis or new mitochondria. Hmm. And then you can kind of cycle in and out of ketosis, which is, I think, a little bit more of a practical and and safer way to do Mm -hmm. it. And, you know, it's not typical that, and then we have to go to break, but um, it's not typical that um, a physician would, look at mitochondrial damage, say if a patient came in and they had an autoimmune condition or they have, you know, a weight issue or they, you know, blood sugar regulating challenges, it's not typical that a doctor would say, well, let's look at your mitochondria, correct? Well, you know, perfect question because I've been saying now for the past several years, how the heck do we look at these mitochondria? Right. (laughs) And I I think I'm on to an answer. So we can save that for after the break if you want. I love it. Yes, let's do that. So let's, we're going to go take a break, everyone. And then we will be right back with Dr. Lisa Coach, author of Get Lit. Be right back. You're listening to Body Talk with Heather Morgan, sponsored by EA's CrossFit. More information at 415-314-1399 or at eacrossfit.com. All right, everyone, we are back. You're listening to Body Talk Radio. I'm Heather Morgan, joined today by Dr. Lisa Coach, author of the book that you must own, Get Lit. And before we jump back into it, Dr. Coach, can you just, I want to know where can people get your book? Um, Yeah, what would the best way to be, Amazon? Absolutely. So Amazon, and um, if you want to go on drlisacoach.com, there's a few of the podcasts I've been on and a direct link to order the book um, there as well. And you can get even, even more info on my website, which is Spectra Wellness. S-P-E-C-T-R-A. Okay, great. Wellness.com. And uh, that's where we are on Instagram. It's Spectra Wellness Solutions. And... Um, on Facebook as well. S-P-E-C-T-R-A. Yes, Spectral Wellness Solutions on um, Facebook. And on Instagram, we are Spectral Wellness Solutions as well. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Okay, so yes, we were talking about mitochondrial health and, you know, how do you look to see if somebody's mitochondria is healthy or if it's impacting their health? What do you do? Okay, so the bottom line is because we what we're now understanding about mitochondria is every disease that yes. you can think of is a mitochondria has a mitochondrial right. dysfunction as part of it. Right. Um, I heard one good analogy, which was, you know, we've been sitting here treating the sails when there's a hole in the hull or <laughs> something mm-hmm. like that. You know, mm-hmm. we just with with adrenals and thyroid and yeah. um, and detoxing and all of that. We absolutely need to do that. But mm-hmm. if we don't fix these engines that are um, you know, making the energy in the first place, we're missing mm-hmm. the boat. So how do we diagnose? There has been some ways of testing that have been out for a while, but they're complicated and, and look at different steps in what's called the Krebs cycle, which is just mm-hmm. the energy cycle, the, the part of the mitochondria mm-hmm. that makes the energy. Um, so that's called organic acid testing, and that is available. But what I'm super excited about, and I have not yet got my hands on, on mm-hmm. it, it, I think came in the mail today, Day, is something called mitoswab, which is a test. Oh. They, yeah, a test they've been using um, apparently it, on kids with mitochondrial diseases. So there are some conditions where you you have very obvious dysfunction from birth when the mitochondria sure. um, genetically don't work. Um, and so there is a a swab um, that can tell uh, the level of the mitochondrial function that has been really reserved in the in the pediatric population. Wow. So I just reached out, and um, actually one of the owners of the company and lead researchers is coming down to our clinic this week. Amazing. Um, so I'm going to be testing out. Um, it's apparently measuring the electron transport chain, which. Um, Dysfunction in different parts of that, which is another Incredible. two main parts of the mitochondria. That's that's one of them. Yeah. Uh, so we will have more info on that soon enough. And my goal is I to, you know, measure that and then treat people with different types of modalities. Mm-hmm. Um, you can look at 
you know, removing things that are bothering the mitochondria, like helping to protect from EMF, like we talked about. Right, toxins. Um, detoxing, yes, getting people more um, neutral pH, mm-hmm. um, trying to clean up the food um, and even potentially trigger biogenesis with ketosis or exogenous ketone mm-hmm. salts, which is a supplement, um, and then be able to just do some of these treatment protocols um, and then reevaluate with a swab. So that's mm-hmm. going to be very exciting. Yeah, I recently read, I was actually reading something, um, I think it was it was MS, and they were talking about the importance of addressing the mitochondria, even helping with patients with MS and various autoimmune conditions. So as you mentioned, you know, just about any disease process you could look at, there's likely to be some mitochondrial issues going on. And would you say, I guess this is another way to look at it, would you say that caring for your mitochondrial health and whatever that would look like can help to prevent or at least um, improve health and or a disease condition? Oh, I think across the board, 100%. Even just, it will slow aging. So it's not even, right. it's not even diseases or health. It's just, mm. you want to, if you feel great and you want to stay that way. Overall wellness. You know, you, you need to pay attention to the part of the body that's making the energy. And, and the fact that, unfortunately, the environment we live in between stress and chemicals in our food and in our air, and the frequencies that we cannot see that are the EMF, um, it's a bit harder mm-hmm. than, right. it, than it used to be to take care of the mitochondria. And the fact that you've got somebody um, really vocal, like this neurosurgeon, and more and more of us kind of waking up that, hey, maybe we're actually supposed to be running around outside barefoot, not on our phone mm. and in the sun. Like that yes. doesn't seem like such a, such a foreign concept when there's this huge bright light in the sky on this planet that we're on. Oh, um, it's so true. So, so very true. So I like yeah. that. And, you know, we just have a couple minutes left. So I think it's really a good idea to sort of leave people with that concept, that idea of... You know, knowing that you do have this energy powerhouse in the cells, it is so important and for so long didn't really get a whole lot of attention when it came to health and wellness. But when you think of prevention in terms of, you know, again, and this is something I talk about a lot on this show is, you know, your lifestyle, your habits, right, your daily living. There are things you can do to help support these, the very, very, very important mitochondria if you were to say three things that you can do to support your mitochondria on a daily basis, what would it be? Okay, so I'd say probably number one is try to reconnect with the earth and get outside in the sun. I would kind of, I'm all about Amen. making life easy. Um, as you guys will see when you read my book, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm into multitasking, so you can do those at the same time. Um, and it doesn't need to take more than a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would probably be number one. Um, right. Number two, I will just lump all of that lifestyle into one, which just meaning hydration and mm-hmm. you know really critically thinking about when you're putting something in your mouth is this nourishing me or draining me um, just for yeah. just even for a second if you can mm. entertain that concept mm. um, and the third which is honestly probably one of the the most important one is what is going on in your thoughts and we've heard mm. so much about you know, the importance of mindset and meditation, and people talk about it all the time. But I think mm-hmm. if you look at the idea that the mitochondria was once its own bacteria and able to sense its environment. Um, Seriously. I think it's just a matter of time before we're able to to track and understand that that the thoughts that we have are actually... A frequency that are talking is talking to ourselves, and and it's talking through the mitochondria. 
So if we, you know, just think about the plant, right? You talk to a plant nicely and it Mm -hmm. grows beautifully and, or, or Masuru Emoto's crystal studies and Mm -hmm. how, you know, the crystal looks terrible if you call it a fool. And, and the most important person that's talking to us is our own thoughts about ourselves. So self love, self love. (laughs) This is the perfect ending to my series of talks that I've had with doctors lately about energy medicine. We are energetic beings. I love that you know it's so true you are what you think and what you eat pretty much right yeah and um and so i love that you know loving on your mitochondria is is gonna involve you know having healthy thoughts positive thoughts think about it you can have thoughts that energize you and excite you or you can have thoughts that drain you and bring you down right Absolutely, and a lot of them are subconscious. So just being present in the moment, and yep. and again, is this thought nourishing me or draining me? You know, yes. um, and then Love just it. change your state. Turn on some music. Um, yes. Get an affirmation in your head. Use the Absolutely. lid drop. <laughs> Absolutely, and and you know, I find the quickest way to switch my mood is to is to go to gratitude. Just instantly start. You know, giving thanks for all the wonderful things. If if you're in a a funk or a mood or someone's irritating you, just switch to gratitude. It's a great way to just get your start to get yourself out of that hill. Absolutely, one of the highest frequencies Mm. of all. Yes. Well, Doctor Coach, it's been a pleasure having you join us today. Again, um, can you please tell our listeners your website? Yes, it's Spectra Wellness Solutions. And we're in Tampa, and we that's Spectral Wellness Solutions on Instagram and Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. And you can also find my book on Amazon under Get Lit or DrLisaCoach.com. I love it. Everybody, you need this book. Trust me, you will love it. You'll be so glad you have it. Thanks again, Dr. Coach. We're so grateful that you joined us today and um, wish you the very best and have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for having me. It was a blast, and your listeners are so lucky to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone, I'll see you back here a week from right now. Have a good weekend, everyone.